Good morning. The Loudoun County School Board has approved two new health programs at the Academies of Loudoun. And for now, despite some earlier concerns, that will not come at the expense of the nursing program. For Tuesday, December 18th, it's your Loudoun Now Morning Minute. Hey, remember this phrase, rubber duckies. If at the end of the day you don't remember a single ad you saw today, but you still remember the phrase rubber duckies, well, that's the power of advertising on the Morning Minute. No distractions, no competitors, just your message. Drop us a line at sales at loudonnow.com or visit us at loudonnow.com slash advertise. And remember, rubber duckies. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Starting next fall, there will be two new programs at Monroe Technical Academy at the Academies of Loudoun, Biomedical Technology and Health Informatics Technology. I tell you what, the things Loudoun students are learning. The school board has voted to put those two new programs in empty space in the Academies of Loudoun. They're also considering a third program, Mental Health Technology, in fall of 2020, but that one could come at a cost, specifically the licensed practical nursing program, which would have to either be moved out or shut down. But for now, enrollment for the nursing program stays open while school staff look for someplace else to put it. The two new programs will create space for almost 60 more students in the nursing program, which enrolls 16 students. School board member Debbie Rose was the only dissenting vote. She said the LPN program is a nice-to-have rather than a need-to-have, with high overhead, not enough interest, and low return. This year, there are four teachers in the program teaching those 16 students, and only a quarter of the students who take the course go on to finish their postgraduate courses and earn their license. School Board Chairman Jeff Morse said the vote gives school administrators a year to figure out the efficiency and enrollment issues in the nursing program. He said they could always bring it up again next year. Assistant Superintendent Ashley Ellis said her team is still looking for other places to put the nursing program, like maybe a hospital or Northern Virginia Community College's Loudoun campus. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, as county supervisors are approaching what is expected to be the most difficult county budget of their term so far, some supervisors in the Finance Committee are questioning a boon that the school system has been able to take for granted for decades. In the past, supervisors have split new revenue growth with the schools 34-66. One-third goes to the county and two-thirds go to the schools. But as the county struggles to find money to catch up on long-neglected salaries and staffing, some supervisors are wondering if that long-standing but unofficial practice still makes sense. While the school system continues to add thousands of students each year, enrollment growth is slowing. Supervisor Ralph Bona said that the 34-66 split may not be good budgeting practice, and it's definitely not based on needs. County Chair Phyllis Randall agreed that setting that ratio in stone no matter what's happening in the schools is probably not logical. But she pointed out that the tight county budget this year will affect the school system's budget requests too. The committee also reaffirmed its guidance on writing the first draft of next year's budget, directing County Administrator Tim Hemsteet to draft a budget at the equalized tax rate, 
which is the rate at which the average homeowner pays the same dollar amount in real estate tax despite changing property values, and options to cut or add to the budget by two cents on the tax rate. Some numbers. This year, county budget officers estimate each penny on the real estate tax rate is worth $8.6 million in county budget. The current local real estate tax rate is a dollar and eight and a half cents per hundred dollars of assessed value. Next year's equalized rate is at this point estimated to be 3.3 cents lower or a dollar and five cents. The committee split on that vote three to two. Finance Committee Chair Matt Letourneau said the two cents either direction. It doesn't really indicate where they're going to wind up, but tells supervisors what county staff would cut if they had to and what they'd add if they could. Randall said for the past two years, the Board of Supervisors has gone below the equalized rate anyway. The Loudoun County Sheriff's Office is investigating the death of a man pinned underneath a piece of farm equipment over the weekend. The incident was reported at 11.23 a.m. Saturday on Chapel View Lane near Luckett's. The Sheriff's Office has not yet released the name of the victim. The Percival Town Council is set to vote on the future of the Fireman's Field Complex at a special meeting tomorrow. They'll vote on admitting their contract with Sean Alexander Enterprises to manage the 16-acre complex. If they vote yes, the contract modification will lay out the requirements for operating and maintaining the complex into 2019. They've already modified this contract before, most recently on September 25th, when the town council voted unanimously to move Alexander's responsibility for maintenance of the athletic fields and to reduce his monthly rent payments from $10,000 to $4,000 in 2018. While town manager David McCarsky and town attorney Sally Hankins have been negotiating more contract amendments with Alexander ever since, the first time the town council saw the new language itself was in an hour-long meeting last Tuesday, which the public was locked out of. While Alexander is currently under contract to preserve, manage, and operate the complex, the county's Parks, Recreation, and Community Parks Department, which ran the athletic fields for years before the town sought private management, has again been operating and maintaining the athletic field since October 2nd. And speaking of athletics, a week after bringing home their first state championship, the Woodgrove High School football team was celebrated with a parade through Lovettsville on Sunday. It was a little wet for ticker tape, but the players were escorted through town by crews from the Lovettsville Fire Department to pockets of spectators cheering them on in the rain. While it was the school's first football championship, it was not its first state title. The softball team has won three consecutive state titles and also joined the parade. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, tonight at 6.30 p.m., find out what Google wants in a preview of a new series at Old Ox Brewery. Greg Fontaine, who's been both a business owner and technology instructor for more than 20 years and an internet developer and consultant for more than 30 years, will talk about what Google looks for in web-based content and what you should and should not do to get your site found in Google searches. Again, it's at 6.30 p.m. at Old Ox Brewery in Ashburn. Get the details on this event and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudon.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, throw a parade for us because today is the 400th episode of the Morning Minute. Tell all your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great day.